Good morning and welcome. There's something I'd like to say about social media and the widespread use of social media by people and the passion for social media and particularly the sense that I've heard many people have that they feel in some way obliged to be on social media. And I'm thinking to myself, it's about time I thought about this and took this a bit more seriously than I have. So, are you on social media? Well, you are, because this is a social medium. Yep, podcasting is a social medium. Because you see, in the old days, all media were owned by media barons, companies, etc. We are now living in the age in which, well, the barriers to entry to get your own radio station, to get your own TV station, to get your own um, uh, publishing house, it costs almost nothing to have all of these things. So you can turn yourself into you know, your own personal R Rupert Murdoch, if you want to, because you can have a podcast uh, f for free, you can have a blog for free, you can have a, a printing house like Twitter, you can have your own uh, cinema, TV station on, on YouTube for free and anyway you can be you can be a social powerhouse if you want to be um, and this is really the first time that this has happened I, the number of people who have been enfranchised by the internet and given an opportunity to communicate well, it's, it's, it's unimaginable, really, or it was unimaginable. Um, in the, in as recently as, say, the year 2000, very few people had a clue what was going to happen next. And so it's hardly surprising that there is huge social excitement about this. Uh, it, it grows and grows and grows and... And it's exactly what you'd expect. There, there were um, there was huge excitement when books began to be published, and instead of there being them being scribed by hand, but when the printing press was invented, and a whole load of books could be published, and loads of copies of them could be produced very quickly, there was huge excitement. And there was also huge concern that these books might fall into the wrong hands and then that the quality of books was being downgraded because every Tom, Dick and Harry publisher could publish something and that the standards which had been built up would be, would be undermined. So it, this isn't as, it isn't as if we, humanity hasn't had periods like this. What's different is, I think, 
like about nowadays is that it's all happened incredibly quickly and it's moved beyond uh, the elites to I mean I'm not saying it, everybody can be active on social media because there are people who don't have access to the internet, effective access to the internet. And there are people who can't afford to have smartphones and computers and, and, and so on. But it's very, very widespread, isn't it? Now, as, as all this excitement has been going on, the word uh, got out to, uh, into society. Well, one of the words that got out into society is the phrase that you have to be on social media. I, I heard uh, a, a painter say recently that she had been told that you have to be on social media. And, you know, she's far from the only person that I've heard uh, say that, you know, I have to be on social media. And lots of, lots there are so many different social media out there that, well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it, that if you were to be on Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you know, I'll quickly forget loads of them altogether. If you're to be on all of these things, that it's... Uh, that's all you can do in life. You can only you know, produce so much text, produce so many images and put them up and use them. I mean, people have tried to solve this problem and be active in loads and loads of places by automating the process. And, you know, there are people who would write something for Twitter and automatically post it over onto Facebook and vice versa. And the same from LinkedIn and people turning the audio from YouTube into separating it from the, the visuals and putting it onto an audio platform. There are people live streaming at the same time as they're podcasting. All these things are, you know, it's possible to find technological methods by which you can put stuff out there and everybody not everybody but a lot of people are putting stuff out there so where's the obligation where's the feeling of obligation coming from is there a sort of fear of being left out look if I'm not on Instagram and this person or that person or this company or that company is on Instagram am I losing out and this kind of uh, concern uh, really being bothered and distracted. But why should you even bother to go on any social medium? Uh, you can, of course, dip into a social medium in order to find out what people are saying. You don't have to put anything up yourself, and that's what the vast majority of people do. The vast majority of people put have access to social media but they don't put stuff up there they simply uh, read stuff that other people have written watch stuff that other people have filmed listen to stuff that other people have made but it's the 
people who for some reason or other feel obliged to put stuff out there that I'm really talking about now in this part of this bit of audio why feel obligated what is the reason why people are using uh, social media now there is no answer to such a vague question why are people using social media because the answer you know there are some people using it to so that they can feel less lonely there are people using it so as they can practice their spelling i mean there's so many different you know practicing short form writing in fact that was one of the main reasons i went on to twitter at the beginning i thought to myself well look this is great there's only you're only allowed to have what was it 144 characters or something uh, I've even forgotten 140 characters and I thought that'll be good for me I'm very long-winded and I'll develop the ability to write in uh, or I'll be better and it'll make me a better poet if I can get rid of all extraneous and superfluous words and indeed I'd highly recommend that to anybody and how to use Twitter in the old days nowadays you'd have to you can write more so but that's a bit of a an, an, an aside a distraction but the answer, the, the question I'm putting out there is why be on any social medium? And there are great advantages, I, have, I want to say this. There are great advantages in being clear why. And it's not about why be on social media, because that, that, I mean, that's interesting enough. But why be on a particular social medium? Why, for example, be on Facebook? And it may be that the answer is about Facebook's a good place to consume stuff and that. But why be on it as an active contributor? Why be commenting back to other people? Is it that you think you can change somebody's mind by putting forward an argument? Or is it that you want to engage in you want to show that you're identified with that side or that you're identified with the other side so that what you put up is primarily there to indicate which team you're on, if you like. But it's possible that people believe that if they put out, let's say, a tweet uh, into, in a, in an, as an argument against somebody, that they will actually achieve something. There are people who put things up on Twitter and they don't put names of anybody that they're sending it to. and But they think that what they say is going to be read by lots of people. And in fact, it's read by hardly anybody at all. The same is true of Facebook posts. They're seen by hardly anybody. But so why, why, why do it? Why bother being on social media media as a contributor? I'd love you to have an answer. I would love you to have an answer. I would love all the people who are using social um, media in this way to have an answer to it. And to have an answer which is specific so that, for example, if they're on there to get their name out there, that they can answer the question, well, how are you going to know when your name is out there, when you're going to become known, and 
who do you want to know you? For example, if you're if you're selling, let's say, you, you make something, you're a potter, and you're making something, and you're hoping that you raise your profile by being active on social media, and you're based in, you know, Carrigaline, Cork, well, it's pretty certain you ain't going to sell any of your pottery work to anybody, you know, outside Ireland, unless you have some very special arrangements. So you want people, it's people in Ireland you want to know about you. I mean, if you're discovering, if you're being discovered by people in Australia, well, that's their business and that's an extra, you know, we could say a bonus or something like that. But that isn't going to do you any good from the point of view of selling your work. Is it? Of course, it's possible that there's somebody in Australia who has a first cousin back in Cork. They see you in Australia, they phone their cousin in Cork, and the cousin in Cork comes and buys your whole collection. Of course, that's possible. Or somebody in Australia happens to be, you know, curating a huge, huge exhibition, and they badly want an Irish potter, and they haven't got one. And they, they're desperate and it's, you know, they've only got a week to go. And suddenly your, your photos on Facebook of your stuff is sent to them by somebody who shares it. And they ring you up and say, you know, send me a container load of your work. I want to, to show it in Sydney next week. And all the main collectors are there. So, you know, all of these things are possible, you know, in, in, in fantasy. But the, the uh, you know, if I was a life guru coach, you know, I might be trying to put out a message that says, um, what would I be trying to say if I was a life guru coach, I would say, um, do nothing unless you have a good reason for doing it. Be a do-nothing person. Yeah. Just keep on breathing and do nothing unless you have a good reason, unless you have a purpose. Your purpose might be adventure. I want to have an adventure. But at least have a purpose in everything. And a purposeless life, a purposeless life isn't worth living. Now, there's a philosophical argument about whether, you know, somebody who is just breathing and has no purpose, doesn't feel any purpose, has no personal sense of purpose, is their life worth living? Well, that's a different story altogether. I'll leave other people to judge that. Uh, but I suppose my life, my, 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 you know, my guru side that thinks, oh, you know what, if I rule the world... I'd ensure that before anybody went and put a profile up on Twitter that they knew what they were putting there. Because your profile is, of course, a piece of content. That is telling people something about you. Why on earth would you want to tell somebody anything about you? Why would you want to? So... There we are. I'm sure there's a million other things that I could say that wouldn't be worth listening to. 
that I wouldn't be pleased I'd said because 16 minutes on a topic that has vexed me for how long? Since 2005. So for 13 years this has vexed me, this topic. So there's only a certain amount. So look, close down all your social media accounts. Close them all down unless you have a good reason for keeping them up there.